Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader, today, this Monday, the 22nd of August or the 25th of Av on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are on a parasha or Torah portion called Ore'e, which means see. And the scriptures from the Torah that we'll be reading is Deuteronomy, or Tvarim, chapter 12, verse 11 through verse 28. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then it shall happen that to the place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there, there you shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the contribution of your hand, and all your choice vows which you vow to the Lord. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your sons, your daughters, your male servants, your female servants, and the Levite who is within your gates, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you. Be careful that you do not offer your burnt offerings in every place that you see, but in the place which the Lord chooses in one of your tribes, there you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I command you. Yet you may kill and eat meat within all your gates, after all the desire of your soul, according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given you. The unclean and the clean may eat of it, as of the gazelle and the deer. Only you shall not eat the blood. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You may not eat within your gates the tithe of your grain, or of your new wine, or of your oil, or the firstborn of the herd, or of your flock, nor any of your vows which you vow. Not your free will offerings, nor the contribution of your hand, but you shall eat them before the Lord your God in the place which the Lord your God shall choose, you, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, and the Levite who is within your gates. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God in all that you put your hand to. Be careful that you do not forsake the Levite as long as you live in your land. When the Lord your God enlarges your border as he has promised you, and you say, I want to eat meat, because your soul desires to eat meat, you may eat meat after all the desire of your soul. If the place which the Lord your God shall choose to put his name is too far from you, Then you shall kill of your herd and of your flock, which the Lord has given you, as I commanded you, and you may eat within your gates after all the desire of your soul. 
Even as the gazelle and as the deer is eaten, so shall you eat of it. The unclean and the clean may eat of it all alike. Only be sure that you do not eat the blood, for the blood is the life. You shall not eat the life with the meat. You shall not eat it. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You shall not eat it, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, when you do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Only your holy things which you have and your vows you shall take and go to the place which the Lord shall choose. You shall offer your burnt offerings, the meat and the blood, on the altar of the Lord your God. The blood of your sacrifices shall be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God, and you shall eat the meat. Observe and hear all these words which I command you, that it may go well with you and with your children after you forever, when you do that which is good and right in the eyes of the Lord your God. That was Deuteronomy or Dvarim 12:11 through 28. Now we have the portion of the prophets, and we'll read from the prophet Ezekiel or Yechetzkel, chapter 47. He brought me back to the door of the house, and behold, waters flowed out from under the threshold of the house eastward, for the front of the house faced toward the east. The waters came down from underneath, from the right side of the house, on the south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the gate northward, and led me around by the way outside to the outer gate, by the way of the gate that looks toward the east, and behold, waters ran out on the right side. When the man went out eastward, with a line in his hand, he measured one thousand cubits, and he caused me to pass through the waters, waters that were to the ankles. Again he measured one thousand, and caused me to pass through the waters, waters that were to the knees. Again he measured one thousand, and caused me to pass through waters that were to the waist. Afterward he measured one thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass through, for the waters had risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be walked through. He said to me, Son of man, have you seen? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the bank of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, on the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then he said to me, These waters flow out toward the eastern region, and will go down into the Arava. Then they will go toward the sea and flow into the sea, which will be made to flow out, and the waters will be healed. It will happen that every living creature which swarms in every place where the rivers come will live. Then there will be a very great multitude of fish, for these waters have come there, and the waters of the sea will be healed and everything will live wherever the river comes. It will happen that fishermen will stand by it, from En Gedi even to En Eglaim, 
will be a place for the spreading of nets. Their fish will be after their kinds, as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But the miry places of it and its marshes will not be healed. They will be given up to salt. And by the river on its bank, on this side and on that side, will grow every tree for food, whose leaf will not wither, neither will its fruit fail. It will bear new fruit every month, because its water, its waters issue out of the sac- sanctuary. Its fruit will be for food, and its leaf for healing. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. This shall be the border by which you shall divide the land for inheritance according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Yosef shall have two portions. You shall inherit it, one as well as another. For I swore to give it to your fathers, and this land will fall to you for inheritance. This shall be the border of the land. On the north side, from the great sea, by the way of Hethlon, to the entrance of Zedad, Hamat, Berota, Sibraim, which is between the border of Damascus and the border of Hamat, Chatzir Hatikon, which is by the border of Hauran. The border from the sea shall be Hatzat Enon, at the border of Damascus. And on the north, northward, is the border of Hamat. This is the north side. The east side, between Haoran and Damascus and Gilad and Eretz Israel, shall be the Yarden. From the north border to the east sea you shall measure. This is the east side. The south side, southward, shall be from Tamar, as far as the waters of Meribot Kadesh, to the brook, to the great sea. This is the south side, southward. The west side shall be the great sea, from the south border as far as opposite the entrance of Hamat. This is the west side. So you shall divide this land to yourselves according to the tribes of Israel. It will happen that you shall divide it by lot for an inheritance to you and to the strangers who dwell among you, who will father children among you. Then they shall be to you as the native-born among the sons of Israel. They shall have inheritance with you among the tribes of Israel. It shall happen that in whatever tribe the stranger lives, there you shall give him his inheritance, says the Lord, the Lord. That was Ezekiel 47. And now we have come to our portion from the writings which today is 1st Chronicles chapter 20. I'm sorry, chapter 21. Then Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to take a census of Israel. So David said to Joab and to the princes of the people, Go, count Israel from Beersheba even to Dan, and bring me word that I may know how many there are. Joab said, May the Lord make his people a hundred times as many as they are. But my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why does my lord require this thing? 
Why will he be a cause of guilt to Israel? But the king's word prevailed against Joab. So Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave up the sum of the census of the people to David. All those of Israel were one million and one hundred thousand men who drew the sword, and in Yehuda were four hundred seventy thousand men who drew the sword. But he did not count Levi and Benjamin among them, for the king's word was abhorrent to Joab. God was displeased with this thing, therefore he struck Israel. David said to God, I have sinned greatly in that I have done this thing, but now put away, I beg you, the iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. The Lord spoke to God, David's seer, saying, Go and speak to David, saying, This is what the Lord says. I offer you three things. Choose one of them, that I may do it to you. So God came to David and said to him, This is what the Lord says. Take your choice, either three years of famine, or three months to be consumed before your foes, while the sword of your enemies overtakes you, or else three days the sword of the Lord, even pestilence in the land and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the borders of Israel. Now therefore consider what answer I shall return to him who sent me. And David said to God, I am in distress. Let me fall, I pray, into the hands of the Lord, for his mercies are very great. Do not let me fall into man's hand. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel and 70,000 men of Israel fell. And God sent an angel to Jerusalem to destroy it. And he was about to destroy. The Lord saw, and he relented on the evil, and said to the destroying angel, It is enough, now withdraw your hand. And the angel of the Lord was standing by the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. David lifted up his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord standing between earth and heaven, having a drawn sword in his hand stretched out over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders, clothed in sackcloth, fell on their faces. David said to God, Is it not I who commanded the people to be counted? It is even I who have sinned and done very wickedly, but these sheep, what have they done? Please let your hand, Lord my God, be against me and against my father's house, but not against your people, that they shall be plagued. Then the angel of the Lord commanded God to tell David that David should go up and raise an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. David went up at the saying of God, which he spoke in the name of the Lord. Ornan turned back and saw the angel, and his four sons who were with him hid themselves. Now Ornan was threshing wheat. As David came to Ornan, Ornan looked and saw David, and went out of the threshing floor, and bowed himself to David with his face to the ground. Then David said to Ornan, Give me the place of this threshing floor, that I may build an altar to the Lord on it, 
You shall sell it to me for the full price, that the plague may be stopped from afflicting the people. Ornan said to David, Take it for yourself, and let my lord the king do uh, that which is good in his eyes. Behold, I give the oxen for burnt offerings, and the threshing instruments for wood, and the wheat for the grain offering. I give it all. King David said to Ornan, No, but I will most certainly buy it for the full price, for I will not take that which is yours for the Lord, not offer a burnt offering that costs me nothing. So David gave to Ornan six hundred shekels of gold by weight for the place. David built an altar to the Lord there and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings and called on the Lord. And he answered him from heaven with fire on the altar of burnt offering. Then the Lord commanded the angel and he put his sword back into his sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite, then he sacrificed there. For the tabernacle of the Lord, which Moshe made in the wilderness, and the altar of burnt offering, were at that time in the high place of Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid because of the sword of the angel of the Lord. That was First Chronicles, or Devrei Hayomim, chapter 21. Our last portion for today from the Apostolic Writings is Titus chapter 3. Remind them to be in subjection to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, not to be contentious, to be gentle, showing all humility toward all men. For we were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love toward mankind appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the mikveh of rebirth and renewing by the Ruach HaKodesh, whom he poured out on us richly, through Yeshua the Mashiach, our Savior, that being justified by his, excuse me, being justified by his grace, we might be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This saying is faithful, and concerning these things, I desire that you affirm confidently, so that those who have believed God may be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men, but shun foolish questionings, genealogies, strife, and quarrels about the Torah, for they are unprofitable and vain. Avoid a factious man after a first and second warning, knowing that such a one is perverted and sins, being self-condemned. When I sent Artemis and Tychicus to you, be diligent to come to me, to Nicopolis, for I have determined to winter there. Send Zenas, the Torah scholar, and Apollos on their journey speedily, 
that nothing may be lacking for them. And let our people also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses, that they may not be unfruitful. All who are with me greet you. Greet those who love us in faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. That was Titus chapter 3. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you would also read the Gospel of John chapter 10 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Thank you for listening. I pray that the Word of God is an encouragement to you. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.